Welcome to the Nun Report, bringing your regular dose of truth, freedom, and weirdness with your host, Dan Nunn. Thanks for tuning in today. I'd just, first of all, it's the beginning of Women's History Month. Everybody has a month nowadays, you know. Uh, black people have a month, gay people have a month, I think trans people have a month, and of course, women have had a month for a while since 1987. And it's, it's, it's a good thing. And so while in, in, in the spirit of the month and in the spirit of women, I'd just like to thank women for a few things. I'd like to thank you for being who you are, for, for burying our children, for making great sandwiches, you know, because women make the greatest sandwiches, for having really nice legs and being really pretty to look at. I really love all that about you. I also love the fact that you correct us, you keep us in line, you compliment what we are as men, and you make us whole because without you, we're really nothing. And that's okay. We're different. Us and you, women and men, them and us. And that's okay. You see, women have a quality that men don't have. Women have a quality to nurture. They have a quality to care. They have a quality to give of themselves in ways most men simply don't. And there's nothing wrong with that. The fact that today's society is trying to basically brainwash women out of believing in those facts, brainwash women out of owning who they are and, and, and really valuing who they are. See, today's society believes that women aren't really women. Women should just go into the workforce and work as hard as men and make as much as men and not raise families and not make sandwiches and not take care of their household. That's what today's society believes for the most part. And that's what they're teaching our young girls and our young ladies to believe is that they go out there and then they wonder why we have a totally dysfunctional society, why young people can't get into healthy relationships, why they can't build healthy families, why we have fatherless households. It's all about the sandwiches. And I hope that you understand I mean that metaphorically. I don't mean physical sandwiches, although I love a good ham and cheese. Who doesn't? But the fact is, when you get something from somebody else, it's always better than if you do it yourself. And we've developed a society of taking rather than giving. And so we take, we take, we take, and women are being taught now to take and take and take, and nobody gives. Men are being taught not to be men. Men are being emasculated constantly. Men are being taught, actually, if you don't want to be a man, you can just be a woman. Where's the goodness in all of that? Hmm? Mental issues are on the rise. Suicides are on the rise. Drug abuse is on the rise. And I'm not saying it's all because of this, this particular thing. But it definitely contributes to it. I can't be a good man without a good woman who knows how to be a good woman. And you can take that however you want. But the fact is we play different roles in a relationship and together, together, we can make a partnership and make it whole. We're not the same. We're not unisex. Men cannot be women. 
any more of the women can be men. And I covered it on, on my show quite a bit yesterday. So let's take a look at, at women in history and National Women's Day or Women's Month now. It is. In 1909 was the first, I mean, 19, excuse me, 19, yeah, 1909, the first Women's History Day. Imagine that. Over 100 years ago, in 1978, it became a week. And in 1987, under President Ronald Reagan, it became a month. Notice how it's always the Republican presidents that advance women's rights and, and racial, racial rights. And then the Democrats sit there and take claim for it all the time. In 1972, another Republican, Nixon, provided equal funding for women's sports in all federally funded programs and schools so that women could participate equally in sports. That was my topic of the show yesterday in my preamble to Women's History Month. A lot of history there. In 1969, Wyoming Territory became the first place in the country to allow women to vote. In 1869. Imagine that. In 1924, they had also had the first female governor of the country. Wyoming was quite the, quite the state back then. They really moved it forward. They were very progressive. Republican, I might add. And progressive. In 1920, the 19th Amendment gave women the right to vote, except it excluded most natives, most blacks, most Asians, and most Latinas. In 1924, Native Americans were able to gain citizenship, and then they gained the right to vote. In 1965... Finally, all women were given the right to vote as they should have been from the very beginning. Did you know that women were not even allowed to have credit cards? I didn't know that. I was doing research for the show and I'm like, what, women weren't allowed to have credit cards? No, not until, uh, let's see here, 19, uh, well, heck, where'd my notes go? They went over here. Let's take a look. Women couldn't even get a credit card in the United States. Think of this. A lot of, us, a lot of us lived in this era. Women could not even get a credit card until 1974 under the Equal Credit Opportunity Act. I would say, again, put in place by a Republican president. <laughs> Isn't that weird? They're all Republicans administrations are the ones that give the rights and that Democrat administrations are the ones that take them away. And then they try to claim just the opposite. It's interesting. In 1961, Geraldine Jerry Cobb became the first astronaut, although she never went into space. She did become qualified to be an astronaut. And in 1983, Sally Ride took the first, she was the first woman to fly into space. And as I already said, in 1974, women could actually get a credit card. Can you imagine that? Now, some people might think that's a good thing. Some might think it's bad. I mean, your woman went out. Maybe she got a Nordstrom's card, a Bon Marche card. Maybe she went shopping more. <laughs> but that's not the point. The point is that they were given equal protection, equal you know, opportunity under law to be able to have credit. And a lot of that, a lot of that was about um, gaining credit not only for credit cards, but to uh, start small businesses and 
and whatnot in the world. So today, flash forward, 2023, the futuristic society, the great society, the society that was supposed to end all of this forever, where everybody would be equal, where everybody would be loved, where we would all live in harmony and sing Kumbaya. Well, is that what's happening? Well, I don't know. We have uh, Mayor Lori Lightfoot, who has been ousted as mayor of Chicago, and it was not even close. It would, all right, folks. This was not. This was not a contest. This was. This was an absolute joke. And what did she say? Well, I lost because of racism and sexism. I'm a. I'm an African American woman. Of course, the odds were stacked against me. You have been mayor in Chicago. The reason you lost is because you suck. You're a horrible mayor. Crime rates are through the roof. Instead of celebrating the accomplishment of women and proving that women are best, you brought out the very worst of not just women, but politics in general, and now you're being held accountable. How dare you blame it on sex and race? You victim, victimology, personality, grifter. She said, following Democrat Chicago Mayor's Lightfoot being eliminated from Chicago's mayoral race on Tuesday evening, Lightfoot said that she lost her reelection because of racism and sexism. When asked by a reporter if she believed she had been treated unfairly, Lightfoot said, I'm a black woman in America, of course. Because all black women in America are treated horribly. Really? You became the mayor of one of the largest cities in the country. Let's continue to celebrate women. Because you don't even have to, have to be a woman to be a woman. You could be a man that wants to be a woman. The, the ironic thing, the sad thing, the pathetic thing is the fact that in today's society... A man who wants to pretend to be a woman actually is on the path to have more protection and more rights as a woman than an actual woman. It's insane. So men, now surgeon plans the world's first womb transplant on transgender women. That doesn't make him a woman. That makes him a man with a serious freaking mental problem. You have men surplanting all the accomplishments and erasing, they're on the path to erasing the accomplishments that women spent decades obtaining. The right to be equal, the right to vote, the right to play sports, the right to have uh, sports in parity with their own gender. The right to have a credit card. Imagine that. And now you have men, and all of this, by the way, was because men oppressed them. All of this was in the name of oppression. Women were fighting for all these rights that men were preventing them from having. And now men are pretending to be women and taking those freaking rights back. Or at the very least, diluting them to the point where being a woman is nothing special because after all, anybody can claim to be one. And I bet those trans make shitty sandwiches. You've got 
Let's celebrate another woman. A woman that's a two-time loser. A woman that uh, actually hasn't really won anything. Oh, that's, that's the wrong one. Stacey Abrams. She's down in Nigeria. Election denier Stacey Abrams, who's a two-time loser because she is a loser, is down there in Nigeria observing their elections to make sure they're fair and safe. You can't make this stuff up. So if you can't get away with it in America, you just go to Nigeria. And by the way, God, I'm still waiting for my billion dollars from that Nigerian prince that had the money under his bed. I sent him my bank account information. I never got it. <laughs> so it's a good thing that Stacey Abrams is down there in Nigeria overseeing their elections. Thank you. <sighs> On a serious note, if I can have one today. Women are amazing. I started out the show saying that. There's nothing like a woman. What is a woman? A woman is someone who loves, who nurtures, who's strong, who's independent. Who's a beautiful flower and also a, a fire-breathing dragon. A person who can do all of those things at the same time. That's a woman. A woman that can make a man complete. A woman that can make a man feel strong about himself and confident about himself simply with her presence and with her support and with her love and good sandwiches. We wouldn't be here without him. And so it's time to stop minimizing them and time to stop delegitimizing the accomplishments that they've made, the strides that they've made, and the position that they've achieved in society by pretending that men can be what they are. Because they can't. So knock it the fuck off. Moving on. It's funny, you know, we have these, these things in society that happen. No, and you got to wonder why. I mean, oh, there we go. That's, that's, that's the wrong slide. Hey, let me, let, me, let me bounce out here. Let me bounce out. Sorry about that. My bad. My bad. So now we're going to move into another thing that involves women and race to some extent. But mostly race. Why do you think, uh, apparently Dilbert, you know, he got, he's basically been canceled. He, he's had his cartoon on forever. He's a huge, he, he's been in, in publications all over the place. His distribution network, all places they canceled him because he cited a, a CNN poll that said 50% of black people don't like white people. Drill poll came out. What do you suppose that is? It all started with Obama. You know, Obama set race relations back 50 years and Biden has added another 25 onto that. Why do you suppose black people hate white people? Is it because, you know, we're still out there lynching them? Is it because they're segregated? Is it because, you know, they don't have equal opportunity? No, it's because the politicians have fed their mind full of bullshit and conditioned them 
in order to divide this country along racial lines so we stay distracted while they remain in control. And then you wonder why things happen the way they're happening. It shouldn't be a surprise. It's actually very predictable, which is why they seek to divide us. Florida high school student who attacked teacher had three prior arrests. Will be charged as an adult, a 17-year-old Florida high school student accused. And this is not just a racial thing, by the way. This is a, an accountability thing. A permissive society that has no consequences for actions where the nuclear family is frowned upon and single-parent households reign. This is what you get. Remove God, remove family, enter evil, enter depravity. It's that simple. Brenda Deppa, who allegedly assaulted Joan, allegedly, Joan Nages, 57, 17 year old kid beat up this 57 year old teacher because she took his video game away that he was using in class. Some of you have seen this video. I would caution those that haven't. You might not want to. 17-year-old student chases down a 53-year-old teacher and beats her, tackles her, and beats her because she wouldn't allow him to have his video game in class. Coincidentally, black student, white teacher. I hope she's going to be okay. I hope she's going to be okay. Meanwhile, down in Florida, a Florida teacher is on leave after accusations he had white students bow to black students in his classroom. As part of Black History Month, this teacher thought it would all be in good fun to have his white grade school students bow and kiss the feet of black students. And not only that, videotape it and put it on social media. White man, bad. Whitey is bad. You want what's racist? Are the politicians and the racial grifters that are out there stoking racial division? And they, they, tell, the, they tell the black community, this is what Democrats do. Democrats are telling the black community, you're poor, you're stupid. You're victims. And then they blame it on the Republican whitey. Well, we never said anything like that at all. Your Democrat leaders that you put into office did. And then they blame us to keep you down. I'm not saying racism doesn't exist amongst all political parties but at least let's be honest about who's stoking it 
and who's putting the fear into people and creating victims out of people that should not be. You're not poor because you're black. You're not oppressed because you're black. You're not a victim because you're black. I just don't see it. And granted, I'm a white guy. As Biden said, I'm white, but I'm not stupid. No, I wouldn't say that. Only an idiot like Biden would say that. But let's be realistic here about where these policies stem from and where they're leading. Is it any surprise that we're seeing more and more of this on social media every single day? Please think about it. Please consider that maybe it's not us against them as far as American citizen against American citizen. Maybe it's us against them as far as American citizen and the political elite. We're being manipulated, people. by race, by sex, by economics, all in an effort to keep us divided because they know if we unite that they're done, as they should be. Time for the Karine Jean-Pierre and the weirdness of the day. What in the hell is she actually saying here? Please, if somebody knows, send me a translation. I want to know. Check this. House does not use TikTok, um, and uh, but we do believe uh, we do believe that um, uh, that uh, you know Congress took action, uh, and so therefore, uh, clearly we're we're they took action and put this into law, and clearly we're uh, uh, taking uh, taking those steps. Uh, as it as it relates to the federal government, spit it out. I mean, just just spit it out. You're a professional press secretary. You're an orator. You're supposed to be able to just spit stuff out off the cuff. I can sit up there as I often do on this show and say, uh, 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 uh well, uh, uh. Good grief, man! What's her salary? Another one from the worst secret, press secretary in the history of the world. We, you know, the plan that we put forward in August is the plan that uh, we have, right? Which is a, it, which is also a plan that you heard the Solicitor General really defend in a in a very strong and powerful way uh, yesterday, and that's our plan. And we believe in our legal authority to get that done, to get it implemented. I think she's talking about student loans there. The fact is, it is, this is not debt forgiveness. It's not loan forgiveness. They're not canceling debt. The debt's still going to get paid. It's going to get paid by everybody else who didn't take out a fucking loan. The debt's not getting canceled. It's not going anywhere. It's simply getting transferred 
to taxpayers that either, one, paid off their loan like they agreed to, uh, never took a loan out to begin with, paid their own way through school, And we're just going to give, we're going to just transfer that debt over to other people. Hey, you know what? Hey, I, I hate my credit card debt. Can you give it to my neighbor? Because I don't want any more. I got, I don't like that $5,000 of credit card debt. So just give it to my neighbor. <laughs> oh, well, they didn't know what they were signing. They didn't know what they were buying into when they signed these loan documents. Bullshit. They knew enough about basic economics that they were taking out a loan and they would have to pay it back over time. The fact that you allowed banks to put out these outrageously high interest loans and then colleges to take advantage of it by constantly raising their tuition because they knew that people could get guaranteed loans. That's not my fault. I never went to high <laughs> barely high school. I never went to college. I didn't take out any loans. And I shouldn't have to pay him back. Why would I want to pay him back? And, and why should I have to pay them back? But oh, they think that it's about democracy. This is democracy. No, it's Marxism. <laughs> it's fucking Marxist communism. Even Leninism. It's about every ism and Aussie out there except democracy. You don't just transfer your debt to other people. These people are so stupid and so brainwashed or the other way around, they become brainwashed and so they're so stupid that they actually think that getting their debt transferred to other people that never obligated themselves to have that debt is democracy. Bunch of spoiled little shits. What a bunch of entitled little fucks. I mean, seriously. Ay, yeah, yeah. These people. And, oh, the headline, by the way, uh, on this video was hundreds of students from across the nation or from all corners of the nation. There's hundreds of students from all corners of the nation. Oh, hundreds. <laughs> Just like the 3% of queers and trans that want to control the dialogue of what is a woman. God. This is insane. This is crazy. And then, of course, then the politicians that got to get up on their soapbox, Ilana Omar, we can hear from Good her. Good morning, everyone. How y'all feeling? So the question today is does the president of the United States have a, the power, the legal right to cancel student debt? No. To that we say? Yes. Yes. Hell yeah. Is it just yes. for student debt to be canceled for the millions of people that are shackled with student debt? Is it just for... A single person, so they're arguing a single person has the authority all by himself to decree that all of these debts of these people who signed contracts and agreed to pay them back 
gets transferred to other people that never obligated themselves to these loans and never agreed to pay them back. And notice how she invokes shackles. They're going to put you back in shackles. You want to talk racism and racist? Good grief. She's invoking a, a vision of these people. And then they wonder why black people don't like white people. Well, because you've got people like her and Biden and everybody stoking the fire of racism and then poking everybody in the ass with a hot iron. <sighs> All right, got a little, got a little, got a little excited right there. So what's next? It's always one more thing with these people. They just project onto everybody else. The, the, the next thing you know, I mean, this is, um, I mean, really, it, let me lead off with this before, before we go into this. Check this out. Karine Jean-Pierre. Congressional Republicans have uh, been doing the opposite. Uh, when you think about the COPS program, which is something that the president put forward, they have wanted to defund that, to take that away. Uh, and if you think about that, that leads to defunding the police. Just recently, uh, they called on defunding the FBI. And you think about the border security funding. They want to take that away as well. Okay, I'm going to work backwards on that one. We don't want to defund the FBI. We want to eliminate and dismantle and disbar the FBI. We don't want to just take away their money. We want to completely abolish it. Okay? Because it's a corrupt, it's become a pol corrupt political secret police for the Democrat Party. Yeah, so let's, let's just get our semantics right here. We're not talking about defunding. We're talking about demolishing the FBI which I agree with 100%. But look how, look how they project. They did, Hillary Clinton was a massive election denier in 2016, and then what did they do? They spent the next six years saying that Republicans were election deniers. They sat there and said that COVID was, you know, not, they denied it was from a China lab. And then when it comes out that it is, and they called us conspiracy theorists because of it. Defund the police. They're the one. the Democrats have been calling for defunding the police since George Floyd and the, the summer of love in 2020. And it's led to disaster in city after city after city. I've seen it right here in my hometown of Seattle. And now they're sitting there saying, no, Republicans are the ones who want to defund the police. Next thing you know, they're going to be saying that Republicans are the Marxists, Republicans are the communists, Republicans are the ones who want to take away all your rights and rule by dictatorial power, even though they're the ones that are fucking doing it. Good Lord. Please, people, use some critical thought. Don't be stupid. Don't be ridiculous. Don't be one of them. Because liberals and the leftist party in this country right now. They're not Jacksonian. You know, the Democrat Party was founded. The Jacksonian democracy principles that were the, 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 the start of the Democrat Party. He'd be rolling in his grave right now if he saw you what, what, you, what you freaks are doing. 
<sighs> Here's your none better take the day. Women make great sandwiches. Women make better sandwiches than men when they're made with love for their man. Fortunately, that's not the only thing that women do really well. Women throughout history have accomplished so much. In fact, one could argue that women are stronger than men in a lot of different ways. They've endured so much. They've endured raising children, childbirth, having to deal with all of that. They've endured being uh, put down and held back by a male-dominated society. They've endured having lower wages. They've endured not being able to have the right to vote. They've endured not being able to have the right to gain credit so they could start businesses and do things for themselves. And they surpassed all of that, despite the fact that the odds were against them the entire time. Women in American society have blown away every barrier that's been put in front of them. And I love them. Women complete me. Women complete every man. A, a man, a man cannot truly become fully what he was meant to be without a strong woman behind him. Women can be strong. They can be weak. They can be fierce. They can be happy. They can be sad. They can be gentle. They can be strong, firm, caring. They can be all those things at the same time. Simultaneously. Men can't do that shit. So do all the women out there. Kudos. It's Women's Month. We love you and we love your sandwiches. Okay? You got a society that's trying to take away what you've created, what you fought for for decades, and that is the fact that you are a woman and that a man, you, be, you, you overcame obstacles that men put in your way. And now we're in a society where men believe they can come, become women and take those accomplishments back from you or at least minimize them. And a lot of women support this. The woke mob. I don't get it. Why would you support something? They're, they're trying to say feminism is dead. Now it's a gender theo theocratic society. We're all gender fluid and it's not about women or men. How do you feel about that, ladies? How do you feel about the fact that everything you fought for and finally achieved some form of parity in is trying to be wiped out by men who want to pretend to be women and the woke, the freaks that support them. It's crazy, right? Lori Lightfoot, she's still claiming that feminism and racism is why she didn't get reelected in Chicago, even though it wasn't even a close race. She, she was so, she was a horrible mayor. We know that. Stacey Abrams, two-time losers down there, election denier, and two-time losers down there in Nigeria overseeing their elections. Like I said, you can't make this stuff up. I want my money from that Nigerian billionaire that I gave my account number to. He said it was under his mattress, damn it. So I guess it makes sense that Stacey Abrams went down there to oversee their elections. Student loans, I don't owe you shit. You spoiled-ass pansy 
bitch students who went out there and took these loans, who are now claiming, oh, I didn't know what I was signing. Oh, I didn't know I was going to have to pay this back. Come on. I mean, maybe some of those people who took like queer studies or liberal arts degrees or whatever, maybe you are that stupid. But a lot of you went out to become doctors and lawyers, business people. And you're going to sit there and claim that, oh, I didn't understand what I was signing, so therefore give a, forgive you know $10,000 of my debt or more if it's a Pell Grant. It's not forgiving. It's not canceling. It's moving your obligation over to those who never agreed to the terms that you did. It's your responsibility. It's your obligation. It's your contract that you signed into, and the President of the United States has no authority whatsoever to dictatorially say that I'm going to take all of your debt and transfer it over to these people. Because the debt doesn't go away. It's simply getting moved on to others. And finally, you're going to talk about projecting. They actually have the gall to sit there and say that Republicans are the ones who wanted to defund the police. Well, throughout the whole summer of 2020, I could pull up hours, hours of video clips of Democrat political leaders calling for defunding the police. And now they're trying to say, oh, no, it wasn't us. It was Republicans who wanted to defund police. Carrie Jean-Pierre, hmm. And the people who buy it, are you really that dumb? Are you just that lazy because you don't want to think for yourself? Thanks for watching. This has been the Nun Report. If you're just listening on the radio, renegaderadio.com or any of the podcast channels, make sure to check me out on rumble.com slash the Nun Report. That's where you can see everything that I threw up on the screen here today. I didn't actually throw up on the screen, but all the stuff I put on the screen today at thenunreport.com on all socials except for TikTok because I don't do that commie BS or just go to my website thenunreport.com you can link into everything right there one stop one shop easy peasy anyway hey again thanks for listening and as always until next time may the odds be ever in your favor cheers (laughs) 